all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Selling your car to Carvana is as easy as... As easy as pie? Sure. All you have to do is enter your license plate or VIN. As easy as a stroll in the park. Okay. Then just answer a few questions and you'll get a real offer in seconds. As easy as singing. Why not? Schedule a pickup or drop-off and Carvana will pay you that amount right on the spot. As easy as playing guitar. Actually, I find that kind of difficult. But selling your car to Carvana is as easy as... Can be. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get an instant offer today. Come on in, everybody. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Good to see you tonight. We're a couple minutes late. My apologies. Had a connection issue. But glad to see you tonight for Command Your Week Prayer. It's Monday night, which means it's time to command your day and to command your week with the power of prayer. Come on in every platform and let me know where you are watching from. Like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and share. When you share, people get saved. It's just that simple. When you share, people get saved. Come on in. We join together every single Monday night to pray. And you know prayer is powerful. That's why you join me every single Monday night. I need you to make sure that you share. When you share, people get saved. Let me say, it is still your David Mum. Eight. Uh, you're in the eighth month of this calendar year. Eight is the number of a new beginning. Eight is the number. Uh, Jesse, David's father, had eight sons. David was the eighth son. And that's what I think is amazing is that the last was the new beginning. And for some of you, let me prophesy to you at the beginning of prayer, uh, areas where you have come up last, hear me, areas where you have felt like a failure, areas where you have felt like things did not go right, did not go well. You got to hear me. Uh, eight, watch me, eight became one. You better hear me. Eight became one. What do you mean, Bishop? Eight became a new beginning. He was the last son, but he was the son that God intended to do something new and fresh with it. So let me speak that over your life. I pray for every area where we felt like we've come up last, every area where we felt like we've come up as a failure, every area where we have felt like uh, we were at the back. I pray in the name of Jesus that we would, in fact, be first. I pray, God, that eight, the last, will become first. The first will become last. The last will become first. Wherever we have been last, we declare that will be an area where it becomes one. Every eight becomes a one. It will be a new beginning. Every area where we have not experienced the victory we want to see, we declare it will become an area of a new beginning. Every area where we have felt like we did not do well or did not accomplish or did not succeed, we declare it will become a new beginning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Listen, do me a favor. Everywhere, come on in. Let me know where you're watching from. Like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video. When you share, people get saved. It's just that simple. Come on in. Good to see you all tonight on prayer. Let me get you to share on every platform, every single platform. Good to see everybody. Let's call a row. Atlanta, good to see you. Where you watching from? Where you watching from? Where you watching from? Talk to me. Let me call you out. Let's call a row. Um, every platform. Shout out. You guys are already sewing behind the badges. By the way, over here on the Harvest Church IG, you can get the badges too. All right. So uh, if you want to sew that way, you can click badge. You can sew the way. Columbus, Georgia, Jacksonville, Miss Kayuna, good to see you. Aurora, good to see you. Come on, Mauro, Georgia. Come on here. Northridge, California, good to see you. Mauro, that's uh, Atlanta. Aurora, good to see you. Five points. All right. Five points. Aurora, good to see you. 
South Carolina, leaving Montgomery. Let's go. I love it. So uh, listen, let me tell you all something. When I was a kid, Denver, good to see you. When I was a kid, let me tell you something um, that was so interesting to me. Um, I thought, y'all remember the card game, I Declare War? Wave up if you remember that card game, I Declare War. Wave at me, wave at me. If you remember the card game, I Declare War. Wave at me. You remember that card game? I thought, hey, Atlanta, good to see you. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Aurora, good to see you. Getting ready for work in Los Angeles. Aurora, good to see you. So when, when you put, I declare war, I thought it was Montgomery War. So every time we would play, I'm very competitive. I've always been competitive since I was a little kid. And every time we would play, I declare war, I would literally go Montgomery War. <laughs> anyway, listen, uh, I want to start prayer off tonight by thanking over the last week, we have had um, some uh, of our dream team who has done an amazing job. Um, some of our guys have, um, have been involved in the move literally seven days straight, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, even on Sunday, um, in, in the move of our Denver location to uh, the temporary Denver location. Uh, and I just want to say thank you. I need you all to put a big hand clap to celebrate. Some of our guys have been there every single day making it happen. I want to say thank you. Uh, I want to say thank you for those who have served faithfully. Thank you to those who have made it happen. Thank you for those who have shown up and been a blessing. You, I'm going to be honest. You, um, you are an inspiration. You make this job, this this seat that I sit in. You make uh, uh, you make it uh, easier to sit in this seat. And I want to say thank you and uh, appreciate you. Come on, I need y'all to put a praise and a, and a celebration. So I want to pray tonight. I want to start by praying that God um, honors the faithfulness and the sacrifice of those that have, that have been faithful and that have done what they've been asked to do. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for those that have been faithful. I pray for those that have done what they have been asked to do, Father. You are the God that rewards faithfulness, my God. And I pray, God, that you would honor sacrifice. Hebrews 10, 38, it says, we have need of endurance that after we have done the will of the Lord, we shall receive the promise. I pray, God, tonight that you would honor the sacrifice of those that have been faithful, honor the sacrifice of those that have invested every time they were asked to do something, they made it happen. This is one move in 10 years. It ain't like we move in all the time. This was one move in 10 years where people were asked to sacrifice um, just some time to the place that gives them life. And I thank you, God, for those that have sacrificed time, sacrificed energy, sacrificed effort, Father, to the place that gives them life, to the place and to the person that God uses to speak life into them. Father, while it's the least any could do that have benefited from this place called Harvest. Father, it is um, it is such a blessing to see those that have done it. And so, Father, I pray that you, Lord, will reward and quickly reward the work of their hands, reward the work of their efforts, those that have been faithful and consistent and made it happen and done what they were asked to do. Those, God, I pray for a special uh, a release of favor. I pray that every no that's been against them, that you turn it to a yes. I pray, God, that the sacrifices they have sown, Father, I pray that every obstacle, every high place, that it become low, every low place, it be made level. I pray, God, you would show yourself strong. Your word says that you desire to show yourself strong to those in the earth. And I pray, God, that you would show yourself strong on their behalf. That's 2 Chronicles 16 and 9. I pray that you show yourself strong on their behalf now. 
in the name of Jesus. You said that your eyes, that you search the earth, God, looking for those who are fully committed, who are fully committed, who are fully committed. I pray that you would honor their commitment. I pray that you would honor their commitment. I pray that you would honor their commitment, God, and show yourself strong on those on their behalf, on those that made it happen consistently, on those that showed up faithfully and did what they were asked to do. Thank you, Father, for those that didn't make excuses. Thank you for those that didn't come up with reasons not to make it happen. Thank you for those, God, that put in the time from sunup to sundown to make it happen, Father. I speak for those that you would literally do what you said you do in Second Chronicles 16 and 9. Show yourself strong. I pray that just like they didn't make excuses, Father, that you, Father, would not cause any to make excuses for them. I pray, God, that the last few months of this year, the remainder of August, September, October, November, December, that they would thrive in these last five months of this year. And I speak that quickly now in Jesus' name. You said you will show yourself strong on those who are fully committed to you. And we thank you for full commitment in Jesus' name. Come on, just answer. Don't, don't put amen right here. Put I'm committed. I'm committed. I'm committed. I'm committed. Um, so listen, we are in um, uh, prayer tonight. And I want to encourage you, if you haven't shared yet, make sure that you share. When you share, people get saved. It's just that simple. To God be the glory. Even yesterday, it was an online-only Sunday. Uh, I got to be honest, on an online-only Sunday, I was like, oh, my goodness, what do you do? How do people, like, it was just different. But it's a weird year, and so it was different. And we will be back in Denver and online on Wednesday. I promise you the word's going to be amazing. I'm going to give you a preview. And by listening to this, I'm moving the preview time. I need you to take note of this. I'm moving the preview time uh, um, up. Um, we're going to move the preview time up up one hour. We're going to move the preview time up one hour to 8 p.m. Um, mountain. That's going to be 10 o'clock Eastern. All right. All right. So just make sure you have our app so you can get the notification. All right. That's um, uh, going to be um, how do you get it? Text the word harvest to 877-552-4746. And when you get the app, um, then you'll get the notification when I go live for that. All right. Um, so it's going to be great. All right. Um, how many of you were blessed by the word yesterday? We're going to cover that a lot of that in prayer. We're going to cover a lot of that in prayer. We're going to cover a lot of that in prayer. I need some more of you to share over here on the, on the Harvest IG. Um, we're going to cover a lot of that in prayer to, uh, tonight. Yesterday's message was, what do you do when you are in timeout? Somebody says, are we on the Harvest Facebook? We should be on all of the Facebooks. But you know what? I do see that it is missing. So great question. And uh, it is missing. Mm, that's unfortunate. Um, it is missing from the Harvest Facebook. That is my error at that connection issue. I did not. I must have missed it. But no, it says it's right here. No, it says it's right here on the Harvest Facebook. Right? Somebody from the Harvest Facebook com confirmed that we're on. Give me a thumbs up. It says it right here that we're on the Harvest Church Facebook. So I see it right here. Somebody give me a thumbs up. Um, it just shows all Facebook. I can't tell which Facebook you're from. It just has the Facebook logo. All right. I mean, best for the word. Uh, tell me real quick before we cover this in prayer. Um, if somebody says it kept me level today. Harvest Facebook here. Thank you so much. So we're good. We're good. We're everywhere. It's on everywhere. Um, message on point. Right. I didn't see it coming. I didn't see it came to IG. Okay. Got it. Well, it's 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 everywhere. So we're good. Um Tell me what, what spoke to you from yesterday. Yesterday's message, what do you do when you are in timeout? 
What do you do when you are in time out? Thank you all. What do you do when you are in time out? And I want to cover that in prayer. Uh, because for many of you, there are areas of your life where that's where you feel like. And we're going to cover a lot of that in prayer. And we're going to cover a lot of that in prayer tonight. Um, because sometimes when you are in time out, you ready? You feel like you're out of time. So we're going to cover a lot of that in prayer. But I just want to hear from you in the comments some more. It kept me from panicking. This is good. This is good. All right, what else? Come on, y'all. Tell me, talk to me in the comments. Get creative. This is good. This is good. Thank you. Yesterday's teaching was awesome. I learned to handle it well without complaining. This is good. The way we handle our timeout is key. This is good. Ask for help. Come on. Woo! I promise you, um, that simple piece right there is probably the most profound piece of it because kids do not mind asking for help. Can you help me? Help me. Help me. Help me. Um, kids do not mind asking for help. This is good. To regroup. Can you be obedient? Step fast. Keep it moving. That God does not give you the entire promise all at one time. This is good. Patiently wait for my release. This is good. No anxiety. This is good. Keep it moving and perfecting my character. To listen. This is good. Ask for help. What else? Asking for help is huge. Help my unbelief is right. Come on. All right. Just a couple more minutes. A couple more seconds, rather. What, what stood out to you from the word? And guys, if you haven't shared, guys, there are literally, I'm looking at the number total watching. There are four times, no, six times the number watching on this camera that have clicked the like button and the share button. I need y'all to click the like button and the share button. There are six times the number of people who have clicked the button that are actually watching. Endurance, this is good. Keep asking, this is good. The way we handle timeout is important. I know personally that timeout is temporary. This is good. Take time to learn the skills to prepare. Don't be afraid to ask God to lift up my mind. Plan to win no matter what. This is good. Use what I have. That's good. Eddie, that's good. That's good. I listened to it twice today. Keep on, keep it on till it manifests. This is good. Practice woo, faithfulness and unfavorable conditions. Wow. This is good. We're going to cover all of this in prayer today. I want to encourage you, if you did not watch the message yesterday, guys, do yourself a favor. Watch it. Watch it again. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, which means you got to, the first time you hear a message, you only remember 30% of it. And, and listen to me, you only remember, um, 30% of what you heard, not 30% of what was said. Uh, where, why did you move? No more. No, we're in Denver now. Just in Denver now. Just in Denver now. You get the address and all that information at harvestchurch.church. You get the information um, at harvestchurch.church for the location in Denver. All right. Just about 10, 15 minutes. If I'm driving you, if I'm driving you, J. Lopez, you get there in about five minutes. All right. But it's only about 10 to 15 minutes away. Okay. You got all that you need. This is good. Don't live in the past anymore. This is good. All right. Um, again, I want to encourage you. If you missed it, you got to go watch it. Get the app. Text Harvest to 877-552-4746. Let's go it up in prayer. Father, we bless you. We thank you, sir, for the privilege to pray. We ask for forgiveness for our sins tonight, those committed knowingly and unknowingly, God. We ask for forgiveness for iniquity, generational sin passed down and around. And we ask for forgiveness tonight, God, for uh, transgression. That's our willful deviation from what we knew to be right. And tonight, we thank you, Father, for the privilege we have to pray. It is a privilege. It is not a right. Prayer is something we get to do. It's not something we have to do. Thank you, God, for this incredible privilege. And we say tonight, Lord, have your way in prayer. We pray that you would give us the words to pray. Prayer is strategic. Prayer is an act of spiritual warfare. Prayer is when we attack the attack. Prayer is two-way communication between you and us. Prayer is when we get to go above everybody else's head and go directly to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And for that, we say thank you tonight. 
in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for this privilege that we have to pray. And we say, Lord, speak tonight. We pray that you would literally make this a dialogue, that as we pray, you respond. As we pray, you respond. As we pray, you respond. And for this, we say, thank you, God. We we come against every distraction right now while we're praying. We come against the spirit of offense. I just heard that loud. We come against the spirit of offense while we're praying right now. Love does not get offended and you are love and prayer tonight this is all about you this is all about our communing and speaking with you tonight so we bind up and we rebuke and renounce the spirit of offense right now in the name of jesus and we thank you father for this privilege that we have to pray now we say speak lord speak lord come on and i get you to type that in the comments speak lord speak to us right now in prayer and father we thank you that we will hear from you and we will hear clearly and we will hear clearly and we will not have any uh, mis uh, uh, ambiguity we will not have any misunderstandings we will not uh, uh, lack any clarity that we will not even lack the courage that we need to operate in the clarity that we have speak to us now lord in jesus name we pray amen i want to do one more announcement before i forget um before i forget atlanta don't forget um, September Friday, September 9th, and Sunday night, September 11th at 6 p.m. I'd love for you to be there. I need you to get registered so we can serve you with excellence. Make sure that you are there and invite some folks. Text HCATL to 877-552-4746. Can I get a few of you to put that on every platform? And let's make it happen. All right. That's Friday, September 9th at 730. Um, and it's the location is great. It's right off of 285 Sorry. and 85. I'm not talking to you. Every time I'm not talking to her, she will stop. Um, it's right off of 285 and 85. It's a great location. It's only about 15, 20 minutes from downtown. It's only about 30 or so minutes from the airport. So if you're on the south side, north side, east side, west side, no matter where you are, it's easy to get to. Uh, it's going to be phenomenal. All right. I'm looking forward to a move of God. All right. So I want you to be there. Text ATL to 877-552-4746. All right. Let's go. Tonight in prayer, I want, as I mentioned to you, I want to cover a lot of what we talked about in yesterday's message in prayer. Um, and I talked about, and this is the key line that I want you to get, um, that David, listen, is sent to time out. And I want you to listen to when he's sent to time out. After he's anointed king in 1 Samuel 16, um, and he defeats Goliath in 1 Samuel 17. From 1 Samuel 18, for 16 chapters until 2 Samuel 2, he is sent into time out. Not because he did something wrong. It was not punishment. It was preparation. It was not punishment. It was preparation. It was not punishment. It was preparation. I want to pray. You ready for your perspective? There are a lot of things that we look at and we will say this is punishment. It is not punishment. It is preparation. You have been prepared. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for your preparation. We, we, we declare, Father, it is not at all a form of punishment. It is preparation. David did not do anything wrong. David had done something right. And because you wanted him to reign for, lo for longer than his current age was, you prepared him. He reigned for 40 years. He took Judah at 30. He got the whole kingdom at 37. You wanted him to reign, and he reigned for 40 years. Father, you wanted him to reign for longer than his age was, which means that there was more ahead of him than behind him. Father, the longer you take to prepare us, that means the longer you intend for us to reign. 
the longer you take to prepare us, that means the higher you intend for us to go. There is not another man in scripture that was given the honor of being called a man after your own heart except David. So Father, we thank you tonight for that great honor and privilege of preparation. Fix our perspective, God, so that we do not see things incorrectly. Fix our perspective, God, so that we do not call a negative or a positive a negative. Fix our perspective, God. What is perspective? It is how we see things. It is often not what we're looking at. It's how we see it. It's often not what we see. It is how we look at it, which means it's not the way, uh, uh, it's not what we see. It's how we see it, and which means, God, sometimes we got to look at it from another angle. I pray, God, you would help us to look at it from another angle. For approximately 16 chapters, which is approximately a year each chapter in this instance, which is approximately 16 years after David is anointed, you sit him in time out. You sit him in time out. And I pray, God, that we would not feel like we're running out of time. I come against tonight the feeling of wasted time. I come against tonight the feeling of uh, we're missing something or we are missing out. No, you are the God that orders our steps. You said in Psalm 37, 23, you delight in the details of us. You are the God that orders our steps. You are the God that delights in the details. So we thank you for the details tonight. Come on, you all. We thank you for being in the details. You, you are the God that's in the delay. You are the God that's in the diversion. You are the God that's in the distraction. You are the God that is in what seems like a negative. You are the God that is in it. You all are fitness. You do not play when it comes to us. And for this, we say thank you tonight. In the name of Jesus, change our perspective tonight, God. I pray that whatever we've been looking at, Father, that's too low. Whatever we've been looking up at, that's too low. You said that you have seated us in heavenly places with you, which means our perspective has to be that we are seated with you looking down at it. And when we look down at it, what seemed big ain't that big. Come on, y'all. I need you to type it on the screen. This isn't that big of a deal. This isn't that big of a deal. What we're crying over is not that big of a deal. What we're frustrated about is not that big of a deal. Who walked out, that's not a big deal. Who came in, that's not a big deal. What's not going right, that's not a big deal. A father, when we change our perspective and we are seated in heavenly places where you sit us, where you sit us, where you sit us, that's Ephesians 2 and 6. We are seated in heavenly places. We are seated in heavenly places. We are seated in heavenly places, which means we look down at situations. And whenever we look down, it makes what we thought was huge. It's not that big of a deal. I pray that we would stay above the warfare. I pray that we would stay above the storms. I pray that we would stay above the tribulations. I pray that we would stay above the street fights. I pray that we would stay above. Paul told Timothy, no soldier that's engaged in warfare gets caught up and tied up and the daily affairs of life so he can please the one that enlisted him. Father, we want to please you. We want to please you tonight. So because we want to please you, we make it clear that we need another perspective. Come on. We need another perspective. Cause us to look down and not see it that big of a deal. Cause us not to make a big deal out of betrayal. Cause us to stop celebrating a Judas and miss a John. Father's call, oh, coche, blanc, tabache. Cause us to stop celebrating and giving our attention to a Judas where we're missing a John, where we're missing a Peter, where we're missing a James. 
I pray, God, you switch our perspective. Let us see the way that you see. Let us see. Can I get you to drop eyes in whatever platform you're on? Just drop some eyes like God is fixing your perspective. God, when we wake up in the morning, don't let us see it the same way. God, when we wake up in the morning, do not let us see it the same way. God, when we wake up in the morning, do not let us see it the same way. When we wake up in the morning, do not let us see it the same way. When we wake up in the morning, do not let us see it the same way. Let us see it how you see it. And when we see it how you see it, we'll see that it was working. We'll see that it was working. We'll see that it has always been working together for our good. We'll see that every decision we made that you have gone that will take a bad decision and make it good. You'll take a good decision and make it great. You'll take indecision and make it uh, cause us to have great progress from it. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, come on, you all, just drop an amen right there. Right there, right there, right there. Um, how many of you can be honest that sometimes you make a big deal out of stuff you should not make a big deal out of? Wait a minute. I, my hand goes up. I can be honest. I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better at it. But I can be honest. I got some progress there. I got I got to make some progress there. My hand is up first. My hand is up first. But sometimes there are things that I make a big deal of. One of the things I have learned to do, and I'm still learning to do, is to not make such a big deal out of certain things. Certain things you just got to say, all right, keep it moving. All right? Keep it moving. All right? Keep it moving, all right? Keep it moving. Um, this is what David did. David kept it moving. Uh, and when your perspective changes, you're not going to make such a big deal out of certain things. When you make a big deal out of it, you ready? You, you put energy toward it. And sometimes you're putting a lot of energy into something that doesn't that's not going to produce you any progress. I'm going to say that again because we're going to cover that in prayer. Sometimes you put a lot of energy into things that are not going to produce any progress for us. I'm going to say it a third time. You, you sitting there, well, why should you do that? Why should you do that? Look, what, what, at the end of the day, you need to ask yourself, well, is dealing with this going to bring me any progress? Because if not, why am I putting energy into it? So watch me. I'm gonna, we're going to cover now because when you make too big of a deal out of certain things, you put energy to it. So you don't have energy to make progress because you focused your energy on something that was small, something that was insignificant. So what happens is then you get, come on, Stephanie, you said it, you get way too emotional. You ready? Now, here's the deal. It's, uh, and I see the comment, who cares? Let it go. That's good, but let's be honest. Let's be honest. A lot of the stuff that we make a big deal out of is because we care. How many of you can be honest that some of the stuff you make a big deal out of, it's because you care? Wave at me. It's because you care. It's because you care. Wave at me. If it's you. It doesn't mean that anything is, there's nothing wrong with caring. You ready? There's nothing wrong with caring. Sometimes we just care. Like I, I love the people that I lead, and so I, I am, I am, um, I, you know, th there's things that through the years I've had to learn. Just, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, just lead along. Just don't, mm -mm, don't mess with that. Don't mess with that. Lead along. Don't mess with that. Because you care. So it doesn't mean that you don't care. It just means, watch me, putting energy into this is not the right thing to do. You ready? But Saul, you ready? Because I taught you on Sunday, Saul tried to kill David multiple times and David kept getting back on his post. Not once do you see David ask Saul, why are you doing this to me? You know why? Because it didn't matter. Now, you saw him and Jonathan have conversations. You see him ask the Lord. You got it? But you don't see him go to Saul and say, dude, what is up with you? Why are you doing me like this? You ready? So, so, so listen, there's certain things you got to ask the Lord, Lord, you got to be like, 
uh, David did in 1 Samuel 30. Should I even pursue this? Woo, that's the word right there. Should I even put energy into dealing with that? Because just because they said something does not mean I have to respond to it. Just because, just because they looked at me a certain way does not mean I have to respond to that. Father, show us, like David asked you in 1 Samuel 30, do we even need to pursue certain things? Do we even need to go after certain conversations? Do we even need to address certain things? Do we even need to treat certain things? Father, thank you for showing us that we care. And thank you for showing us that we are people of love. Thank you that we love God, we love people, and we love life. But the question sometimes is, does this, de does this deserve pursuit? Does this deserve pursuit? Does this friendship deserve pursuit? Does this relationship deserve pursuit? Does this person deserve pursuit? Does this friend deserve pursuit? Does this conversation deserve pursuit? Father, show us what we need to pursue and put our energy in so we are not making too big of a deal over small things and not making the significant enough or putting a significant enough energy in the big things. Show us, God, is it worth the pursuit? And we pray that you would literally, for the rest of our days, show us, does this deserve pursuit? In Jesus' name, I want you to drop, just drop this, 1S30, 1S30. So the next time you're like, you know what? I'm gonna, uh -uh, 1 Samuel 30, 1 Samuel 30, 1S30, 1S30. I'm, I'm making it short so you can remember that. 1S30, does this deserve pursuit? David literally asked the Lord, and you know what was crazy about that? What was crazy about that, y'all? You know what's crazy about that? When David asked the Lord that question, David asked the Lord that question after some guys had come and burned down Ziklag, where him and his men were. They had burned it down. And the Bible says that they had taken his wife and children captive, his wives and children captives, all of their wives, to be clear, and children captive. And David said, is this even worth pursuit? Now look at me clearly. It was his own flesh and blood and even David had to say, is this worth this fight? That's a word right there. Because some of y'all, watch me, you keep getting caught up in the same mess and it's behind your own flesh and blood. Father, show us, 1S30, show us whether or not it is worth the pursuit, worth the conversation, worth the energy, so that we put our energy in places that are going to produce for us. So we put our energy in conversations that are going to for us. Shall we pursue? Shall we pursue? Shall we pursue? Let's get that deeper. Father, show us what businesses to pursue. Show us what business opportunities to pursue. Sometimes we don't need to start a business. We need to buy a business. Sometimes we don't need to start something. We need to buy something. Sometimes, Father... Uh, uh, we don't need to. We don't need to train someone. We need to buy, buy, buy skilled people who are already trained. Father, show us what businesses to pursue. Show us what investments to pursue. Show us what connections to pursue. Show us what uh, 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 associations to pursue. Show us what to pursue in every area of our lives. Show us, uh, Father, the fitness uh, plan to pursue. Come on, y'all, pray with me. Show us 
the health plan to pursue. Show us the automobile to pursue. Show us the homes to pursue. Show us the things that we are to pursue. Show us, watch me, show us, God, how to keep our pursuit for your kingdom and to keep your kingdom first and to keep your kingdom first. Never let us pursue anything. Greater than your kingdom. Never let us. Come on, I got the Holy Ghost. Somebody says, I was just looking to find a smoothie place. Somebody over here said, you all up in my prayer. We got the Holy Ghost. Show us, God, what to pursue. And what we are not to pursue, God, make it abundantly clear to us so that we have no ambiguity. Father, I pray that we would not walk around second-guessing ourselves. We would not walk around second-guessing our decisions. I pray against weeping and gnashing of teeth. Mm. I pray against weeping and gnashing of teeth. That is a form of hell on earth, which is regret. I pray against weeping and gnashing of teeth. I pray against weeping and gnashing of teeth. I pray against weeping and gnashing of teeth. And for this, we say thank you. In Jesus' name. Come on, you all. Come on, put a praise on the screen right there. Put a praise on the screen right there. Do me a favor, guys. Guys, there are over, it's over 60% of you watching on this camera where you have not yet clicked the like button and you've not let click the share button. Please click both of those buttons. When you do that, you help reach more people. And when we reach more people, more people get saved, all right? So if it blesses you, let it be a blessing to somebody else, all right? If you're on our app, you're on our website, you can click the button and share that out uh, too, all righty? Listen, um, all right, so we're covering in prayer, we're covering in prayer yesterday's message. It's called, what do you do when you are in time out? And so yesterday, I taught you David was uh, anointed to be king in 1 Samuel 16. He's anointed in front of his brothers. I want you to think about what this looks like. You ready? He's Because we're about to cover some in prayer. He's anointed to be king in front of his brothers. And he, watch me, and in 1 Samuel 17, his brothers do not want him to fight Goliath. In fact, in fact his brothers talk about him and say, you're prideful and you just want to do all this and you do all that. And in 1 Samuel 18, he's kept in Saul's house. And he's, and he's uh, from 1 Samuel 18 to 2 Samuel 2. He is in time out. Everybody listen very carefully to me. You ready? Listen very carefully. You ready for this? What do you think it felt like to David to, for his brothers to see him anointed to be king in 1 Samuel 16? And nothing happened for 16 years. Oh, yeah, you took down Goliath and then you went to Saul's house. You went to Saul's house. And you were Saul's musician and you served Saul. And Saul promoted you and Saul made you commander of his army and different things. So you come up through the ranks, but you ain't king. Everything you said and everything Samuel said you would be, you're not. Y'all better talk to me in these comments. What do you think he felt like knowing that his brothers, and, watch me, and his flesh and blood and people that really were rooting for him to do to, for his downfall, what do you think that felt like to him, for him to be like, oh my God, God, like what's going on? Listen, he probably felt embarrassed. He probably felt ashamed. He probably felt stupid. Come on, y'all, can we be honest? How would you have felt? Put it on the screen. And don't give me no spiritual answers right here. You were Bishop Foreman. Keep it honest. Be real. Be real, be real, be real. Be real, be real, be real. These are the same people. Oh, you think you all spiritual. Look, you just over there playing the, playing the, uh, uh, playing the heart. 
Oh, you think you this? You, you ain't no king. You ain't no king. Oh, all you doing is going to church. All you doing is serving. How you doing? You believe all this. You posting all this spiritual stuff. You don't have self-doubt, embarrassed, looked over, confused, humiliated, disappointment, shame. Come on. Sad, stupid, and a failure. Let down, betrayed, embarrassed, disappointed, like a failure. Look, 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 look. Low, low, low. <laughs> all right? Not just low. Low, low, low. All right? Unbelievable. Disheartened. I want to cover, you ready? I want to cover the feelings that you create. You ready for this? Because of the pressure you have to perform. Mm -mm -mm. I want to cover the feelings you create because of the pressure you have to perform for some people. And often you are trying to perform for people you are trying to prove wrong. I'm going to pray this now. I want to cover the feelings you create because of the pressure you put yourself under to perform for people you're trying to prove something to. Am I in the Kool-Aid or what? If, if I'm talking, can I just use you to put a hand wave emoji or something right there? Because some of you all, you ready? You The only reason you feel overwhelmed is because you're trying to prove something to somebody. The only reason you feel like a failure is because you're trying to prove something to somebody. I told somebody, um, somebody said, why'd you do this? I said, I ain't got nothing to prove to nobody. I said, I don't have, I said, I only, I said, I am to prove, uh, I am to please God. I'm to honor my man of God and, 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 and make my mama proud. I said, listen, other than that, I said, I ain't got nothing to prove to nobody. I said, God, I have nothing to prove to anybody. You ready? Sometimes you feel under pressure and you got all of these emotions because you're trying to prove something to somebody. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for the feelings we have created, trying to prove something to somebody, trying to prove something to somebody. As Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that that pressure would be relieved now. I pray that it would be like a feeling of a burden lifting off of shoulders right now in prayer, right now in prayer. I pray, God, that right now, that the pressure we may put on ourselves to perform, to prove something to somebody, watch me, who's not going to be proved different because they're going to believe what they want to believe in the first place. I pray that that pressure be relieved tonight in Jesus' name. Come on, put this in the comments. No pressure. No pressure. I saw a question pop up. What if you're trying to prove something to yourself? Great point. That's very different than trying to prove something to somebody else. Because often when you're trying to prove something to somebody else, what you're doing, you're not doing because it's right. You're doing it because you want them to see it right. You're not doing it because you want um, you want God to get the glory. You're doing it because you want them to say you did a good job. you got to hear that. That's very different than proving something to yourself. That's a good thing. You need to prove to yourself that you can do it, that you can make it happen, that you can, you know, that's a good thing. Nothing wrong with that. And that's what David did. David proved to himself. David was like, look, I know y'all don't think much of this sling and a stone. Oh, but I do. And you never see, you ready for me? You never see David address his brothers. You never see him address his brothers. You ready for this? You never see him address Jesse. You never see him say to Jesse, his father, why did you reject me? I pray for those of you who have unanswered questions from your childhood. Mm. 
And I pray God that every answer, unanswered question from childhood, that it would not be a blockage, that it would not be a stop in our lives today. I pray in this eighth month for a resolution to childhood trauma. I pray for a resolution to childhood trauma. I pray for a resolution to unanswered questions from childhood. I pray for resolution to every childhood issue right now in the name of Jesus. Every ounce of abandonment, every ounce of rejection, every ounce uh, of peer pressure, everything that occurred in the uh, uh, structuring stages of life. I pray God for resolution this month in Jesus name we pray. Come on, just type that on the screen, resolution. Sometimes the resolution is there is no answer. Keep it moving. Sometimes the resolution is God used it for my good. That's it. You know what Joseph's resolution was? Jo Joseph never asked his brothers, why did y'all throw me in a pit? He never asked them that. You know what he did? He says, I have resolution. And some of you all, you're going to have to get resolution with no apology. You're going to have to get resolution. Y'all, I keep going up. You're going to have to get resolution with no apology. You're going to have to get resolution. Watch me. And some of those people have passed away. You are never going to be able to get an answer. You're going to have to get resolution. Some of those people you cannot speak to. You can't even find them. They ain't on Facebook, ain't on the ground. Your resolution is going to have to be what you meant for evil. God turned it for my good. You do not need reservations for resolution. You don't need to have to have a conversation to have resolution. Some things you got to resolve in yourself. In Jesus' name. You ready? All right, let's go. Guys, if you have not shared, I need you to click the like button. I need you to click the share button. On Instagram, you click the little triangle, send it to somebody. Y'all know prayer? prayer? God is speaking back to us. God is speaking back to us. Right? We pray, he responds. So what is his response? The revelation that I release is his response. Why do you have us type so many things in the comments, Bishop? You're activating the power of agreement. Where two or three touch agreeing on anything, it shall be done for them. Why do you have us speak so much, Bishop? Life and death are in the power of your tongue. All right? So you got to speak it. All right? Uh, listen, this, this is good. I want to go to this. Um, at 1 Samuel 18 and 2, Bible says that from that day on, after David kills Goliath, uh, Saul kept David with him and let him wouldn't and would not let him return home. Um, listen to me. For some of you, you have to be like Elisha. You have to burn the ox plow. You have to burn the equipment that connects you to your past. The past is not an option. I want to cover this in prayer. How do I know, Bishop, God is doing something new? You ready? Because the past knocks at the door. How many of you wave at me in the comments if in some area of your life the past is not? Wave at me. If in some area of your life the past is not, the past is not. Past friendships, past people, you ready? Past struggles, come on here. Past mentalities. You haven't thought suicide thoughts for years, did it not? You haven't thought negative thoughts for years, did it not? You haven't thought bad about yourself for years, did it not? You, you, come on. The past is knocked at your door in any way. Old friendships. Now, hey, where are you from? Where, where are you from? Knocked at the door. You ready? Old thoughts knocked at the door. 
old habits knocked at the door. You need to hear me. The past is not an option. Father, we pray tonight that you would literally shut the door of the past. We release our past to you. And it doesn't mean that the past doesn't have good things. All of our past is not bad. It just means that there is no future in our past. Mm. There is no future in our past. I'll say it again. There is no future in our past. There is no future in our past. The word P-A-S-T doesn't have the letters F-U-T-U-R-E in them. It does not have that. Therefore, there is no future in our past. So when we get caught up in the past, that means that we are abandoning the future. And we do not have time to do that. Shut the door on our past that it is negative. On our past where it does no value. On our past where it brings no life to us. On our past where it adds no value to us. On our past where it pulls us down. On our past where it has us captive. Father, often things from the past show up in the future or show up in the present to stop us from the future. Things from the past show up in the present to stop us from the future. Things from the past show up in the present to stop us from the future. I pray that we would put a period on our past right now in Jesus' name. Don't say amen to end this prayer. Say period, right, to end this prayer. Period, period, period. And again, it's not that your past is bad. It's just that there's no future in it. There is no future in the past. If you are watching me on this camera, there are way more of you watching than have clicked the like button and clicked the share button. I actually just started paying attention to that. I need you to click that like button, click the share button. It literally tells me the number of people that have clicked the like button and share button. And I just want more of you to do that, all right? So it can be a blessing to other people, all right? Password announcement. Bible says Saul would not let him go home. I'm going to even add that to our prayer. God, don't let us go to the past. Don't let us reach for the past. Whatever vice we used to reach. Ooh, I've heard this. Whatever vice we used to reach for in the past, I pray we would not reach for that vice in the future. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Bible says Saul would not let him go home. This is not even an option for you. Don't call him. Don't call her. Don't text him. Don't text her. Don't snap him. Don't snap her. Don't IG him. Don't IG her. Do not do it. Y'all ready? Wow. Wow. That's good. Let's go to the next thing. We're going to only get a couple. Um, in 1 Samuel 18.3, remember David's in timeout. And while David's in timeout, we get to 1 Samuel 18 and 3. He's in timeout from 1 Samuel 18 to 2 Samuel chapter 2. He's been anointed to be king in 1 Samuel 16. He takes down Goliath in 1 Samuel 17. He's in timeout from 1 Samuel 18 to 2 Samuel 2. 1 Samuel 18 and 3. And Jonathan made a solemn pact with David because he loved him as he loved himself. And here's the next thing um, that we covered in yesterday's message. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. Um, purpose partners will connect. When you're in timeout, God is going to connect you to some people that are essential to your purpose, essential to your assignment in the earth. These will often be lifetime connections. The, the, notice what the Bible says. Notice what the Bible says. Listen carefully. They made a solemn pact. Jonathan laid, loved David as he loved himself. You need people in your life that, watch me, that they don't want nothing from you. 
But they just love you. Purpose partners. Purpose partners. You need people that they will handle your stuff like it's their stuff and better. Y'all not talking in these comments. Purpose partners. These are divine connections. This is divine. Why is it divine? Because Saul's son is Jonathan. So if Saul's son is Jonathan, Saul, how you got this close connection to David? It's a divine connection. It's a purpose partner. You need partners and purpose. Look at me. You will not get it done alone. You may feel alone sometimes, but you're not getting it done alone. You need purpose partners. You need people who will, will say, you know what? Oh, no, I got you. You need people that will have you and will have your back when, when you don't even know you need your back covered. You need people that, here's what they'll say. Let me tell you how you know. You, can I give you three ways you know you got a purpose partner and then we'll cover it in prayer? Number one, a purpose partner, they love you as they love themselves, which means that, 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 that they are concerned about you, not just your stuff, not just your talent, not just your gift, not just your ability. You ready? Not just what you do for them. They're concerned about you. Okay. All right. Uh, number two, a purpose partner. Listen carefully. A purpose partner fights for you when you are not in the room. I could do a whole message on this tonight, but I'm not. This is prayer. A purpose partner will fight. Dave, Jonathan fought for David when David was not in the room. David, Jonathan, excuse me, Jonathan would go ask his daddy. Jonathan would go ask Saul, why are you treating David like this? Like David has only fought for you. What is your issue with him? Why do you hate? You need people that when you're not in the room, they they fight for you like you're standing right there. That's a purpose partner. A purpose partner, you ready? They're not going to come back and tell you so-and-so said this. They're going to come back and say, um, they said this, and then I shut that down. Oh, and they said this, and then I set that down. Look at me. Look at me. Here's how you know you do not have a purpose partner. You do not have a purpose partner if all they do is come back and say, so-and-so said this, and I just kind of sat there and listened. What do I need you for then? What is the point of you? If all you're going to do is sit and listen, and you didn't shut it down, you are not a purpose partner. What you are is what the Bible calls a busybody. There's a name for you. You're a big, you need somebody to say, oh, no, 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 no. They're not here. Um, but uh, let me go ahead and make sure that it's clear. Okay, they will love you as they love themselves. They will fight for you when you're not in the room. You ready? And number three, they don't mind. You ready? They don't mind. Let me say it this way. Let me rephrase the words. Conflict isn't a signal to cancel for them. That's a purpose partner. That's a purpose partner. Conflict is not a signal to cancel. There's some people, watch me, they're not a purpose partner. Because the moment there's conflict, they want to cancel. They're over it. The moment there's an issue, they're out. They're done. They're done. The moment that I have a tough conversation with them, if you got to check them or whatever needs to happen, they're done. They're done. They're done. They're done. They say all the right things on your face, and then they do stuff that you're like, what, what is that? A, what's me? a purpose partner. you got to hear me. A purpose partner does not mind conflict. Conflict is not a reason to cancel you. Why? Because we're in, we're in purpose. And if we're in purpose, okay, we got a conflict. Let's go eat. Let's go. It's a problem. We have, it's quiet here. We had a conflict. Okay, well, let's fix it. Y'all not talking to me. That's a whole word right there. I ought to pull that out for Bible study. I, 
the, the three traits of a purpose partner. I pray that you have purpose partners that connect with you in the areas of your life where there's time out, where they will love you as they love themselves, where they will literally fight for you when you are not in the room and where conflict is not a signal to cancel. They don't want to quit you just because there was a conflict. They're not done with you just because there was a conflict. They don't run away from you just because there was a disagreement. They don't want to run from you just because there was a misunderstanding. They take the time to get clarity and not just be offended and mad and angry. I pray for purpose partners to connect with you like David and Jonathan. I pray that it would be a click. I pray that it would be a divine connection, that it would be a fit, that it would be a fit, that it would be like hand in glove. It would be a fit. And some of the purpose partners, I hear the Lord loud and clear, they're not going to be in your same age group. Some of your purpose partners, they're not going to be your same race. They're not going to be your same ethnicity. They're not going to be the same sex. Some of you ladies may have male purpose partners and vice versa. For some of you, you have never had purpose partners or friends alone of the same sex, meaning you, you're a lady. I don't get along with ladies. For some of you, your purpose partners are about to be some other ladies. Your purpose partners are about to be some other men. Your purpose partners are going to be people from different socioeconomic backgrounds. Oh, my God. For some of you, your purpose partners are going to be people from different financial uh, uh, pedigrees. I pray, God, that you would connect our purpose partners and you'd bring them quickly. The Bible says in 1 Chronicles 12 and 22, the Bible says that you literally began to bring people to David. Day after day, people came to David to help him. A purpose partner comes to help, not hinder. I pray, God, that you put people around us that help us and do not hinder us. Put people around us that help us and do not hinder us. Put people around us that help us and do not hinder us. Put people, let us be around people we help and don't hinder. Let us be around people who help or who we help and we do not hinder. This is a reciprocal relationship. It cannot be one-sided. It cannot be one-sided. It cannot be lopsided. It cannot be lopsided. It must uh, be uh, uh, a reciprocal relationship, a symbiosis. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, everybody say amen right there. Wow. Guys, it's 7.56. We got to go. I only got to cover a couple of these things in prayer. Wow. Um, if you, again, missed yesterday's message, I want to encourage you to really, really go watch it. Um, I only got through one, two, there were three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight, nine other things that I didn't get to, um, but I don't have time to get to those. Um, I want to encourage you tonight, make sure that you share. Did you guys get some after prayer? Did you get, did you get some out of prayer tonight? I pray that you did. Um, listen, last two things that I want to do. Number one, um, if you need to become a Christian for the first time or recommit yourself to the Lord, on the count of three, I want to give you that opportunity to do that. How do I do that, Bishop? When I count to three, if you need to become a Christian for the first time, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure, wherever you're at, on the count of three, you're going to do the hand with emoji, or you're going to just simply type this word, me, on the screen. 
You can handle your emoji, type the word me on the screen. And when you do that, I'm going to lead you in a prayer to give your life to the Lord. And then we're going to seal prayer. We're going to sow. But I, there's a strong prophetic flow. And, uh, and so I'm going to come back to something in just a moment. So don't hop off. I'm going to come back to something in just a moment because um, there's a strong prophetic flow. God's been speaking. He always speaks, but today he's been loud. Like today he took a megaphone and was like, did you hear the words coming out of my mouth? I was like, yes, Lord, I hear the words coming out of your mouth. Um, you need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Do the hand wave emoji. Share it to me wherever it's at, wherever you're at. One, two, three. If that's you, respond right there. Say me or do that hand wave emoji. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Bishop Foreman, what is the gospel? It's good news. What is good news? That the bad news is wrong. 2,000 years ago, God stepped in a body. The body was called Jesus. That body dies so that you and I can have life and life more abundantly. He's not mad at you. He's not upset with you. He's not trying to beat you down, break you down, take you down. He wants to take you up, build you up, and make you into something beautiful. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Do the hand wave emoji or just type the word me on whatever platform that you are on. Type the word me um, or do the hand wave emoji on whatever platform that you are on. I'm going to count you down. Five, waiting on you. Four, three, two, waiting on you. One, waiting on you, waiting on you. Everybody, everybody pray this prayer with me. Everybody pray this prayer with me. I see comments are still coming in on all the platforms. Everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth. I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, congratulations. Super excited for you. Uh, all I need you to do is do that. Um, is text the word decision, excuse me, to the phone number 877-552-4746. You can scan the QR code, or excuse me, you can um, uh, do a screenshot whatever you're at on whatever platform you're at so that you're able to see um, how to do that and you can make that happen, all right? Wherever you are at, you can make that happen. Text the word decision to 877-552-4746. We're going to sow, um, but before before we sow, and I, what I want you to sow um, tonight, we're going to target our seed tonight. We're going to target our seed from 1 Samuel 18. I mean, in the with Purpose Partners, um, we're going to sow 18 and 3. So tonight's seed is going to be unique. Now, these are the numbers you need to put in your seed tonight. 1830. You do $18.30. You can do uh, $38.01, whatever. You need to do 1830. Whatever you're going to sow, use those numbers. And purpose partners, you're going to call this your purpose partner seed. But before we sow, before we sow, before we sow tonight, before we sow tonight, um, today, um, um, as God was speaking and making things very, very, very clear to me, listen, listen, pay close attention. Uh, over this next 30 to 45 days, um, I need you to be prepared. And said, so, Mr. Be prepared for what? Because for many of you, you're going to be like David. Um, I don't know what your chronological age is, but your spiritual age, you're about to hit 37. You better hear me. What do you mean, Mister? You're about to hit the age where God says, I can trust you with all of it. I can trust you with all of it. When I said that, who, who did that hit? If it didn't hit you, that's cool. It's not for everybody. But when I, when I said that, who, who, who did that hit? 
who did that hit? Um, I don't know your chronological age, but over these next couple of months, so pay attention. Um, the spiritual year is preparing to change in a, in a couple of months. We go from 5782 to 5783. Um, of course, we know the month we're in in the natural year. Rosh Hashanah, the beginning of a new spiritual year. So this is me. I am 37. Um, there is this. I, I've been. I was on the phone all not all day yesterday um, because as a leader, I get in the trenches. So I was I was handling stuff yesterday and Saturday and Friday and all that. But. Um, I was having several conversations yesterday evening and today with, with men of God who I trust and believe in. And, uh, um, and, uh, and we were just talking and I, I said, there's this interesting thing. So this morning I got, I got a, uh, I got a really early call at like one fifty something in the morning. Um, and that call, that, that, that was crazy. Um, but then I got a call at like seven something in the morning. And when I got this call at seven something in the morning, y'all listen to me very carefully. We're about to sober. I need to listen to me. Um, we got this call in the morning. The man of God said, Bishop, I had, you know, you know, I had my very white voice. Hello. <laughs> I said, Bishop. I said, Bishop. Wow, that's good. Spiritually, I am 36. Wow. Um, I said, Bishop, uh, I got a word for you. And um and a woman got on the phone who um, I believe in the accuracy of her prophetic words. And she said, Bishop, she says, the warfare you've been dealing with, she says, is, and she began to go through it. I'm not even going to tell you what she prophesied and spoke. And she spoke and she spoke and she spoke. And I said, wow, that makes sense. Wow, that makes sense. I said, okay. I said, I got it. And then, you know, it was early in the morning. And for those who know me, I am not an early, early morning person. You need to catch me about midday, about midday. And um, so all this warfare, and I was like, because this is crazy. Like, this is crazy. This is crazy. Um, and um, I hear me clearly. I really, 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 really believe um, over these, this, as this calendar year progresses, but as this, this, this year, spiritual year, comes to its conclusion over the next, matter of fact, when is Rosh Hashanah? When is Rosh Hashanah? That's the new spiritual year. Uh, Rosh Hashanah, let's see what it is. It's on uh, Sunday, September 25th is when the spiritual year changes. Wow. So you're less than 30 days or what, right, 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 right. A little more than 30 days away. 30, was it 33? 30, oh no, this month had 31. So 34 days away, um, 34 days away before the new year. You're in the, you're in the last month essentially of this spiritual year. Um, I really believe that over these next couple of months, you're about to hit 37. You're going to hit the time where God says, I'm, here it is. Here it is. What you have prayed for, you put, you're going to possess. What you sacrifice, you're going to see. I wanted to slow down so that you believe me because I know I can go fast. Um, and, I, and, I, and I just want you to hear me very clearly. Whatever you are facing, whatever you are facing, Whatever you are dealing with, look at me. Do not back down. Do not give up. Do not stop. The enemy knows that you are close, so, so close. 
He knows it. You ready? The only one who doesn't is you. He knows it. He said, Bishop, and I don't just need you to know it. I need you to believe it. Look at me. I slowed down. I'm about to get off because I'm five minutes off. Many of us believe in God. We believe in God. Sometimes we don't believe God. I'm going to say it again. Many of us believe in God. Sometimes we don't believe God. Jesus said, and I want to quote you from yesterday's message, and then we're going to sow. But I, I, need, I just needed to slow down because I need you to hear me. Jesus said, um, anything is possible to him, listen carefully, who believes. He didn't say believes in God. He said to him who believes. Here's the last thing I'm going to pray. That you would be so convinced of this. Oh, that you would be so convinced of this that nobody can tell you different. Father, our last prayer tonight, our last prayer tonight, our last prayer tonight, our last prayer tonight is that we would be so convinced that the great things you have promised us are within reach and we're about to hit 37 just like david when he hit 37 he possessed it all he was given the entire promise i pray we be convinced i pray you we would believe and i ask you tonight to help our unbelief but let us be so convinced that every time the phone rings, we think this is the call. Every time the email comes, we think this is the good one. Every time uh, we don't get faxes no more. Every time we get a text, we think this is going to be the one. Every time we see somebody, meet somebody, we think, oh, this might be my divine connection. I pray we would be convinced and that we would not let the enemy rob us of our labor, of our effort, of our sacrifice. We will possess what we prayed for. We will see what we've sown for. We'll walk in what we worship for. We, come on, please you all, please you all, please, please, please type this in the screen. I am convinced. I am convinced. And if you came in late to prayer, you have to start this over. Do yourself a favor. Please do yourself a favor and go watch prayer from the beginning. It's 808. Come on, 808. It's 808. We have to go. I'm eight minutes over. Um, I need you to be convinced. I, that's all I can tell you. Nobody can tell you different. Nobody can tell you different. No one can tell you different. I need you to be so convinced that if, if I remember one time I told this, I told this, uh, and remember we're going to sew. Guys, let's start sewing. Let's start sewing. Let's start sewing. Dollar sign, Bishop Foreman, number two at Cash App. Um, PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, and Given. Um, use the email hello at harvestchurch.church. What are we sowing? It's their purpose partner seed, and that's connected to 1 Samuel 18 and 3. So 1830. You want whatever you sow, put those numbers in it and call this your purpose partner seed. Whatever you sow, let's start sowing. I remember one time I told this pastor, um, it was a celebratory moment for him, and I and, and uh, he was celebrating. We were sitting celebrating, we were eating and celebrating, and all of a sudden I got real quiet. I got real quiet. 
and I got real quiet. He's like, why'd you get quiet? I was like, I don't want to ruin the celebration, man. I said, I don't want to ruin the celebration. I said, let's just keep celebrating. And I got real quiet. He said, no, what happened? What happened? What happened? And so I told him, I told him, um, I said, the Lord just spoke very clearly to me. And I said, this and this and this and this are going to happen. I said, these are the things that are about to happen. That's what's going to happen. And uh, he said, no, that would never happen. I said, listen to me, man. I said, if I tell you, I said, this is not me. This is God speaking through me. I said, I, I don't get no glory out of this. I said, if I tell you it's about to rain in five minutes and it's 178 degrees outside, I suggest you go get a raincoat and an umbrella. I said, because I don't miss. I said, and that's not me. That's God. That's the gift. That's God doing what God does. He said, no, that'll never happen. Sure enough, um, within months, exactly what I said would happen, what happened. And that pastor to come back to me and he said, you were right about everything. And you know what he said? He said, and you know what? You've always been right about everything you told me. Um, I am telling you all this to say, this is what I'm telling you. You are about to knock at 37. I don't care about your chronological age. You're about to hit, I am an 810. I am 10 minutes over. I hope you don't mind. I, clearly you don't because you still don't. Um, you're about to knock at 37. You're about to knock at 2 Samuel 5 when David says, when God gives David the entire kingdom. 2 Samuel 2, he gave him Judah. 2 Samuel 5, he gave him the whole thing. The cash app is dollar sign, bishop formal with the number two at the end. You got to use the dollar sign. Because Cash App's got all these different things. It's dollar sign, Bishop Form with the number two at the end. Um, I promise you, hear me. Hey, Earl. I promise you, you are like at it. And that's why, that's why the enemy is literally, you've been entertaining thoughts that don't even make sense. Stupid stuff. Can you wave at me if I'm talking, if I'm in your Kool-Aid? I'm keeping it vanilla on purpose. You, you have been entertaining stupid thoughts, dumb stuff. Come on, let's keep it real. Dumb stuff. You ready? Um, mm -mm. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. Do you have Zelle? We do have Zelle. PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, give the five. The email for that is hello. Can somebody put that in the comments? Hello at harvestchurch.church. Everybody's so tonight, and you're gonna call this. I hear you over here. Uh uh, you bet not over here. What you just posted, you bet not. I rebuke you going to that. That's not who you are. You bet not. You bet not. You bet not. Don't you do that? I love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night. Everybody, so you said, Bishop, I don't have 1830. You got a dollar 83. Everybody's so this is for you. Is to release something in your hands. Can I just tell you the power of your seed? Let me tell you the power of your sowing. Listen to this. On Saturday night, I did the message preview. So Shalom all we watch the if we wrap the preview, Bishop said, so a timeout seed. $30 to see part of what God promised, or $37 seed to see all of what God promised. Talking about the same topic. I logged off and sent in my $37 seed and received an email. The prophecy Bishop spoke two weeks ago that I wouldn't have to pick my next moves in my career and or business came to pass. I could could and now be able to have both and not either or. I pray with this person. I know exactly who this is. I received an email two minutes after sowing 
and logging off saying Monday morning, today, which is on 8-22-22, we will see you in the office for the new position meeting. <laughs> Y'all better so. That's all I can say. Y'all better so. All right. Bishop Form, dollar sign, Bishop Form with the number two at the end. PayPal, Venmo, Sale, Give the five. That's available. If you're already connected to Harvest, you can use text to give or you can use um, our website to get Harvest Church. That church. Okay, guys, got to go. We're 13 minutes over. I love you. See you tomorrow night for preview. Remember, we're going to move it up an hour. Just make sure you have the app because I'll be with my dream team earlier. I got something. I'll be with my dream team earlier um, in Denver. I'll be with them earlier. So just make sure you have the app because in case, you know, we should be good. But just make sure you have the app. But we're moving it up an hour to 8 o'clock tomorrow. Uh, Mountain Time, 10 o'clock Eastern Time for tomorrow's message preview. Wednesday's message, you ready for this? It's called Childhood Trauma. <laughs> Gotta go. Bye. That's going to be good. Love you all. Go so. Love y'all. Go so. Love y'all. Go so. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday selling your car to carvana is as easy as as easy as pie sure all you have to do is enter your license plate or vin as easy as a stroll in the park okay then just answer a few questions and you'll get a real offer in seconds as easy as singing why not schedule a pickup or drop off and carvana will pay you that amount right on the spot as easy as playing guitar actually i find that kind of difficult but selling your car to carvana is as easy as can be Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get an instant offer today.